Hello everyone, this is Andrew Pond, Artistic Director of Eclectic Full Contact Theater. I'd like to welcome you to this special preview of Hush Hush by Aaron Mays, our April episode of the Half Hour Audio Hour. We all have secrets. Some we don't even tell our therapists. Hush Hush brings those secrets to the forefront, allowing us the opportunity to confront those things we'd rather keep to ourselves. What follows is an interview with the cast of Hush Hush, Jordan Arredondo, Leah Casey, Abby Christ, and TJ Simba Medell. Talking about the challenges of the process, their similarities to their characters, or not, and just how one practices self-care during a pandemic. We hope you enjoy. All right, so first off, I would like to thank everybody uh, for doing this, not only for doing this interview, but also for being part of this show. Um, so the first question that I have is what drew you to this project? And, uh, we'll start with Leah. Um, I think first and foremost, it had to be because I'm a huge audio nerd. So that was the first thing that was presented to me, especially in like this pandemic time was, Hey, we're doing this recorded play. And I was instantly hooked. Um, and reading reading the script, it was it was very interesting seeing these these personal thoughts of of people where it's it's like I can identify with the guilt and the empathy of of my character, and also like downscaling it to stressful problems that I personally have if I take like the larger problems of them and then take them, make them smaller and think, oh yeah, I can relate to that. So I wanted to see how that would play out. And um, portraying two different characters is also something like voice, exploring voice, voice work. Um, I think it's more of a technical side for me, which sounds really <laughs> horrible. I apologize. No, that's, that's, there's no judgment, <laughs> no judgment here. Uh, it's all good. TJ, what drew you to the project? Um, I, I'm a, I'm a huge mental health and wellness advocate. Uh, I, I volunteer as a mental health and wellness coach for the substance abuse and mental health services, uh, administration. Um, a lot of, uh, uh, what we're going through currently, uh, has to like, I, I'm big about like mental health, especially during the pandemic. So when I, when I read the script and like, I'm homies with Aaron, but then when Aaron approached me and was like, Hey, I got this thing I want you to read. And I started reading through the stories. Uh, I started uh, understanding a little bit more about like what I loved about the show was just like how much it brought uh, mental health to the forefront, uh, especially kind of like a, I, I just feel like there's a lot of humanity in the story uh, and, and the collection of voices that we're hearing from. And like, uh, again, it's like putting stories that we're maybe we're not hearing very often or ones that we're very curious of that make us feel seen. And uh, when I read the script, I felt seen on certain levels, whether it be through uh, race relations or, you know, uh, uh, immaturity or sexuality. So thinking about it in that way, uh, I, I was really drawn to the show because of like how it tackled uh, all of those uh, internal dialogues that we have uh, inside of ourselves. Excellent. Excellent. Jordan. Hello. Hello. Um, so what drew me to this project? Um, well, of course, I'm also 
friends with Aaron. So he was like, hey, man, I got this thing. And uh, after reading through it, and last time working with you guys for Deep Shadows was a blast. So I was like, I'm back. Um, <laughs> but after reading through this and talking to Aaron about it, and uh, just from like an acting standpoint, uh, like my two characters couldn't be any more different. Um, total opposite sides of completely different coins. Um, and it was just really cool to um, have that opportunity to dive in to those kinds of characters that you might not normally uh, get the opportunity to. And with everything that's been going on the last year, uh, having a little more meaty kind of roles uh, definitely pulls you in immediately. So you're like just down to, down to play and down to get into all of the nitty gritty stuff of that. And just the piece overall is just such a cool thing to like look into other people's uh, thoughts and, and lives and, you know, something that's usually kept behind closed doors. And these things do resonate with other people. I mean, hopefully nobody's a stalker. Um, but, <laughs> but other than that, I, you know, I was just, I was just ready to get into, get down and dirty with y'all and, uh, and, and just dig into some, you know, some deeper things, some more, uh, real things. Oh yeah. Cool. Excellent. And Abby. Um, I auditioned at Andre's recommendation, but then after reading the script, I, mental health has always been something that's very important to me, especially since I, uh, struggled myself with depression and, an anxiety disorder, panic disorder. I ended up having to leave public school between the uh, 10th grade and my junior year. Hmm. So it's it's important to me to see stories like this, and I'm excited to get to work with something like that. Excellent. Um, what challenges did you face during this this process, you know, considering we're doing a an audio play during a pandemic leah oh hell's bells i keep forgetting that i can take myself off mute <laughs> <laughs> so so we've we've we found one of your challenges yes um <laughs> i think it for me it's less of a challenge and more of just missing being in in the room this play isn't um like more of the conventional ones where i'm in a an actual scene with someone except for one instance um and i get to react to them so even 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 though i'm still st stuck in this booth i think it's more it's more difficult for me to be in this booth and not have you know how like people give off this physical like the, the pre their presence affects your performance so here i am mm -hmm. talking to cold dead metal and i don't have <laughs> actual people <laughs> around me <laughs> <laughs> to feed off of to feed off the, of their energy and how they react to what I'm doing, even if they're they're my castmates or audience mates. So trying to adjust to that uh, has been weird, you mm -hmm. know. I, yeah, that, that's I, that's my big problem. I, I think that that needs to go on the on the T-shirt, the half hour audio hour talking to cold dead metal. Yes, uh, yes, exactly. You get I, it. I do. I feel your pain. <laughs> TJ, what, what, what challenges have, have, has faced you with this? I think trying to 
to like be two separate people tonally even though mm-hmm. I, I i think that's like my <laughs> trying to be like a voice actor it's like this is like one of my the few times that i've actually done like uh, audio work mm-hmm. so you know to to really like mess with the the crossfaders of my of my characters and just really like try to figure out like why's and and you know how to how to this is like one of my first actually i think this is my first show like in full audio so like uh to to take the notes and then to apply and then to continue to be like oh wait my hands should not be making this noise with my clothes because my mic picks it up like i'm i'm (laughs) i'm a very physical actor so it's like oh i want people to see me you know what i mean so (laughs) cold dead metal i'm like oh you too yo me too me too so it's like that's such a huge challenge as an extrovert that loves like being like breaking forth or just feeling the heat of an audience so like to to be in a space uh with like voices that you know are really really invested in trying to bring bring about the humanity of a story uh feels very uplifting again it's been a while so i really really appreciate the opportunity we we appreciate you being here thank you jordan uh the challenges with this one for me um definitely echoing um what everyone else is saying just like tonally trying to differentiate the two characters and and making it as precise as you can so that the audience isn't like that's the same person um (laughs) but also just like you know with these monologues when like you're doing them in front of an audience you know you're 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 um volleyball like volleyballing that energy back and forth between each other they're reacting Mm -hmm. to what you're saying and you're taking that in to keep driving that force until you get to the end of it um and you know, sitting in a booth by myself, you, that's not really going anywhere, but it's just trying to keep that energy up as if, as if they were there. And just, I think even more so than you would on stage now, now investing even more in the piece and just really digging deep into these, um, into these situations and these stories so that the, so that the audience feels what's going on as if they were there hearing it. Mm-hmm. Abby? So I actually have the exact opposite problem because I'm primarily a voice actor. So speaking to the cold dead metal is my comfort zone. (laughs) (laughs) This is what I'm used to. This is what I do. So Mm -hmm. it's my usual process is I don't really ever have anyone else with me. At most, I'll have like a director going through and like correcting me on some stuff. So just first of all, just having other people hear me when I'm recording is nerve wracking. Um, I guess, uh, this whole process is completely different to anything else that I've ever recorded. Cause we usually just like record on our own time on our own recording programs. Like I've never done something where like we're all recording at once. So this has been a, it's been a trip, but it's a pretty fun one. I'm, I'm actually really glad that we've, uh, gotten that perspective because, Honestly, through most of the audio projects that we've been doing, we've been dealing with the people who, for whom this is really kind of their first foray into voice acting and audio drama. Uh, and so it's, and so for a lot of them, they're like, oh, I'm so glad that we're recording this live because then I can hear other people. And it's really interesting to hear from somebody who does primarily voice acting. It's like, this is not normal. 
and and it's 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 really interesting to to see how different those two kind of industries are and what the norms are for that. So I I I, I really appreciate that perspective because we I, I will admit we we did this with the thought of like oh we're probably going to get mostly theater actors so let's make sure that this is done live so it feels live, but it's interesting to know what the norms of 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 the industry usually are. So I, I, I'm glad you're having a good time regardless. (laughs) Some of you, all of you play more than one character. So how similar are you to your characters? Do you, do you think? And, and just to mess with, with people's minds, we're going to go the opposite way. And we're going to start with Abby. Um, I'm completely different from Rita. I feel like in all aspects, I'm Mm -hmm. not, an English major. I'm a theater major. I'm still in college. I haven't graduated yet. I'm Mm -hmm. in my first year. Um, And I also believe that mental health is a thing and it's a very important thing. (laughs) Um, Jamie, I'm more similar to Jamie. Um, I'm closer in age to her. I'm 19. I also just get very angry at how our patriarchal society treats women, especially in regards to sexuality. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, like, Jamie is also just very aggressively straight, and I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> so that's been, um, that's been fun. <laughs> I, like, I like the term aggressively straight. <laughs> I mean, most of the straights that I've met are pretty aggressive about it's, being straight. Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Jordan. Oh man. Um, I don't think that I am at all like Clyde and, uh, I, yeah, I just don't really see many similarities between him and I, maybe just like the fact that we're detail oriented, but he's on a different level. Um, and that's all I have to say about that man. Um, (laughs) I'd say for Officer Lee, because when I was talking to Aaron about it, um, you know, he kind of imagined that that Officer Lee could be uh, a person of color and as a person of color, uh, you know, just the situation of just having someone around you that kind of spews some questionable and very racist uh, remarks is something I, I, I am familiar with, with friends that I had in the past. and. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, how do you go about that? Because you, you want to think that they have good intentions, but you know deep down that it is not. And um, I think where he stands on on just wanting to, to right wrongs and do that, I feel like we have that in, in common. But he's they're, they're both definitely living things that I personally uh, have not. But, yeah. Hey. You don't have to be similar to your characters. It's it's okay. I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> Thank you for not being like Clyde. I would be worried if you were more like him. <laughs> hey, everybody. I just, Clyde's my man, you know? <laughs> you never slept in the closet? <laughs> Come on, guy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> TJ. Oh, yeah. I, I am, uh, I'm definitely Micah. There's no doubt. Uh, the cheating, the relationships, like the the being out with like like the homies and the dudes, um, that's like second nature. 
<laughs> it's 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 horrible and at the same time like i think it's wonderful uh because of the fact that like now that i'm like exploring my own you know identity in, inside of like filipino community where like di- uh, divorce in the philippines is illegal where you see like the influence of catholicism and like how religion plays a part in like relationships uh, how like being super mask, like toxic masculine around, like what is the behavior being modeled around uh, men and, and like how, how like that, how like that model continuously perpetuates itself in every single aspect of life and like how that informs therapy, I think has been like a, a huge, um, a, a lot of my shadow work for a, a lot of my uh, therapy goes deep into primarily my family's last name. And like what, what it, what sexuality revolves around and like commitment and relationship and like, what does, what does it mean to truly be married to somebody? You know, what does it mean to truly be committed? Is commitment a real thing? It, what is cheating, cheating? Like a lot of the questions, uh, that I've been like that, that I have for this character have actually been showing up a lot uh, in my own personal life. So to, to really approach it, especially with like the doctor approach, uh, a lot of uh, the mentors uh, or like the access that I have to the resources that I have, uh, luckily uh, have to do with a lot of presentations about, you know, critical race theory or, or certain, certain other theories out there that may be very new and progressive. But at the same time, uh, what, is, what is the mental health and how do you protect uh, the identity of the unique human being going through this specific process and how does their world, like, how do we meet them where they're at? Or are they seeing who they love where they're at? And how does that, how does that reciprocate uh, in a relationship? So yeah, definitely, Micah, you feel me? I, yeah. I, I right on. <laughs> I, I, I do. I do. Uh, and Leah. I'm going to say, I don't have any connections uh, with my older lady friend i keep saying older in my head even though she's really not that old um but with tristan uh i think the only the only true connection i have with this character is our childhoods were similar similar in that we were never on time my brother and i were never on time for anything because our parents kind of i'm not gonna say forgot about us because that sounds really bad but um (laughs) Uh, we eventually I had to grow up and be the one that got me and my brother places on time. And eventually he just didn't take to that. And so then it was just me. Um, so she sounds the, my character, I've always taken her, I've taken her as the kind of person who has things on track. Like she, she knows what she needs to do. So for me, if, if something comes in and throws a wrench in my plans, I don't take it very well, um, like being late, even if it's by five minutes or something. So, yeah, that's that's my main connection with her. I'm, I, I, I'm exactly the same way. I, it's, lateness drives me crazy. So, yeah, yeah, it does. I'm the the last question I have for you is: What's your favorite self care activity? Abby. Um, I do a lot of skincare stuff when I'm stressed out because when I get stressed, I, my acne gets really bad. 
So uh, face masks, scrubs, stuff like that. Uh, and then like uh, in terms of trying to relieve the stress, um, movie night or game night with some friends as much as you can in a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, stuff like that. Reading, I guess, when I have time. <laughs> I miss reading. In midterms, I don't get time for that anymore. <laughs> Oof. Jordan. Um, well, outside of a pandemic-filled world, uh, I'm an avid gym goer, but recently, so, you know, that's where I've, I've been, that's what I do, but now, you know, it's been more so running and, like, home workouts and that, it just kind of, like, takes me to a different zone, but more so, I'd say, like, movies. You just catch me watching Back to the Future, like, a thousand times because it's a comfort movie, and, uh, and just, you know, and I'm just like, yeah. I'm feeling okay because at least I know how this is going to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Sometimes a formulaic movie is all you need. Oh yeah, just a little Doc yeah. Brown. That's <laughs> <laughs> TJ. Um, I, I'd have to say definitely poetry. Like I've been, I've been running. Like I've been on Clubhouse, just going to like open mics every hour that I can. Mm-hmm. in between whenever and just like writing poems and ripping poems uh marijuana for sure um and <laughs> playing video games with my little brother specifically sea of thieves uh we're kind of talking about maybe going on the twitch thing i don't know we have a full galleon so you know it's we're, he's the lead captain his partner is the first mate i am just on the poop deck so if they whatever he tells me to do i verge like raise the sails if i have to load the cannons this is real stuff y'all look it up sea of thieves it's on xbox you can play it on pc wow it's a great like way to like eight hours of just you know, sailing on the virtual seas. You, you don't, you don't have to justify. I, I blew through a, a lot of my twenties, spending eight to ten hours a day playing a lot of Final Fantasy. So we're yes, we're, yes. There's a. <laughs> I'm like, no, I need to get a chocobo. Damn it. Yes. Um, yes. So it's all good. And <laughs> before this goes way down a, a a rabbit hole that it does not need to go down, Leah. Oh boy, laying all my cards on the table. Um, I split my self-care activities in little pockets. So the secondary one, tertiary one, would be running uh, in mm-hmm. a very detrimental way, as in I will not stop. It's probably really bad for me. Um, so run myself into the ground because then you don't have to think. Um, <laughs> it's a self-care for me, okay? I promise. Again, the- again no judgment. <laughs> And the other one, or uh, is split between writing and oh god, fan fiction. A lot of fan fiction. <laughs> I just hope my family does not find this recording. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. as as long as we don't talk about specifically what fan fiction you write, it's okay. Oh, Generalized fa- fan fiction is. We'll just leave it there. Yeah. For okay. all for for for, for all. Uh, for the safety of of the of, of the innocent. Yes. <laughs> my my self care is making sure that there's somebody that should anything happen to me is there to clear my browser history. Oh yes. Yeah. So 
just just burn my computer. That's all I ask. Um, so <laughs> thank you, Kaylee, for saluting. Um, I got you. All right. Again, I want to thank all of you for taking part in this and being willing to do this project with us. Uh, we really, really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to this special preview of Hush Hush, which launches on the Half Hour Audio Hour on April 11th. If you like what you heard and want to support the Half Hour Audio Hour directly, you can do so at redcircle.com slash shows slash half dash hour dash audio dash hour, where you can make a one-time or recurring donation to help EFCT continue to highlight the work of women, BIPOC, and LGBTQ plus artists. Want to keep it casual? We understand. Go to buymeacoffee.com slash EFCT to make a one-time donation to the company, no strings attached. And don't forget to check out all of our other audio dramas wherever you listen to podcasts. Bloody Bay, Deep Shadows, Clusterfuck, Monocyte, and Throwing Shade. Want to know more about what's next for EFCT? Head over to eclectic-theater.com where you can sign up for our mailing list and never miss out on any of the eclectic news. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.